It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no, but angel hair pasta. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of offensive line play here. Uh, and this is from uh, Pro Football Focus. I think everybody who's a regular listener to the show knows what we think of Pro Football Focus's grades. Uh, this is their we ranking. We reference them a fair amount. We do. So I mean, they, they put know, out a lot of stuff. They put out a lot of stuff, and and I thought this was noteworthy. They, they, yeah. they, they ranked every every line 1 to 32. So All the lines 1 to 32. Their number one line is no surprise. They have the Colts up there. I don't have any qualms with that. Right. I really don't. It's pretty solid all the way You could make the, the argument that the Saints might be a little bit better. I think I might take the Saints ahead of them, yeah. now that I think about it. And they're it. number right. two. Uh, yeah. I think the Saints have more star power across the board. I do, too. Yeah, I mean, I think they have the best set of tackles. You just add Ruiz. Um, it's a pretty good group. Yeah, so, yeah I, I think their line is, is really good. Yep. Uh, they have the Cowboys third. Frederick Loss is big. Yeah, it's a big one. Tyron Smith is not what he was. He what he used to be. Uh, it's, it's a little more reputation with this line. It is. Than Although, it is. what's his face? The right tackles had a really good year and is emerging into a star. Lyle Collins. Moment. Yeah, Lyle yeah. Collins. Yeah, he, he's a good play, young player. Um, but it's but not the line. It's not what it was Zeke's a few rookie year, yeah. Dak's rookie year. Yeah. Right. Uh, they had the Packers fourth, which. That one surprised me. Yeah. I think Bakhtiari. Really might be the best pass protector of this generation and has a Hall of Fame case that probably has no chance of getting in. But the rest of their line's okay. I mean, Lindsey, the center, You're I think. You're starting Rick Wagner at right tackle. You right, can't have right. a great offensive line. No. Yeah, and I think their guards are average. Yeah. They'd be like 10th for me or 15th for me. Uh, number five, this one I have some issues with as well, is the Ravens. I think they're good at tackle, and I think the yeah, interior is pus. I think it's very questionable, and it's not very talented. No, I'd have several lines ahead of the Ravens. I think that's one of my concerns with Baltimore. Yeah. Number six, this is a surprise as well, is the Browns. Mm. That's a stretch. That's a leap of faith. Yeah. I mean, again, your center and one of your guards you have some faith in. But you got two new tackles and a hole at right guard. Uh, I mean, I like the players. I like Wills. I like Conlon. Yeah. You know, it's, they upgraded. But I would. But they're not going to jump from being a, the, the 25th best line in the league to six. No, I agree. Agree. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. There's some lines for sure that I like better than the last couple you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, seven, they have New England. I think it's a pretty good group. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't have their center last year, which is huge for them. Their pair of guards are really high-priced, uh, Mason and Tooney, but they're really good. And when the kid out of Georgia hasn't proven it yet, but I think he's going to be good. And Cannon, the right tackle, is a good player, too. They would be higher for me. Yeah. Eight is San Francisco. I think I would have them higher. Me, too. Yeah. I think their line will actually be better than last year. They had a couple interior injuries. I think Trent Williams is an upgrade over Staley. 
I think that's a really good group. Yeah, I, I think I would definitely have them somewhere in my top five. They would not Me be too. eight. Me too. Number nine is the Steelers. Hmm. And I just uh, I heard a bunch of screaming on the other end of the air <laughs> of the the radio waves here. People, oh, that can't be right. Can't be right. Stare can't be right. Old. They're done. Yeah. Let me just read what they what they wrote about. Yeah, please do. Pittsburgh has had one of the better offensive lines in recent years, finishing ninth in our final rankings last season. Which is amazing, right? And didn't get any help. Left, left tackle Alejandro Villanueva has developed into one of the league's most dependable starters, posting four straight years of 74.0-plus grades and ranking 21st among tackles last season. Which is pretty good as tackles go. You know what I mean? Again, people are talking – again, people are saying he's garbage. Yeah. Um, no, he's not. He's, he's not. He, he did not have as good a year last year as he has had, but he's not garbage. He's not garbage. I mean – Average and average isn't bad. It's the middle of the road. Average starting left tackles are a valuable commodity, Absolutely. and I think that's what Villanueva yeah. is. Villanueva is a str- is strong in pass protection, though he's coming off his worst run blocking grade since 2015. I bet I you could probably say probably. that you could probably say that about everybody on the Steelers' yeah, offensive I bet that line last year. And and folks, remember this line was designed to keep Ben upright and his career lengthened. Yeah, that's why how they built it. At right tackle, Matt Filer is another another unexpected success story as he came out of small school Bloomsburg and didn't become a starter until 2018. His 75.9 grade overall last year ranked 17th among tackles, hmm. uh, including an 80.7 pass blocking grade that ranked 14th. I think that's who he so is your too, your two tackles your two tackles were both ranked in the top 21 in the in the league last year. People in Pittsburgh, Steeler fans, are talking about this as is this there's some kind of major problem there. No, right. I mean. Neither one's Jonathan Ogden. I mean, right. they never will be, and that's great. Um, but there's also a theory you, you'd, you'd rather have average play across your line than one good one and two holes. You know what I mean? Or, or three good ones and two holes. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think you want consistency. You'd love to have five B-minus, C-plus type guys. And kind of to quote their rankings, Villanueva is an average left tackle starter. And Filer's an average right tackle starter. You're probably above average at tackle then, because most people that have, have one that don't have both. they have one good one and one bad one right. that they got to help out all the time. Right. So yeah. if one's the twentieth and one's the fifteenth, they probably combine to be the tenth pair of tackles. Or in this case, the ninth best overall league <laughs> or run uh, yeah, offensive right, line. Right, offensive line, right? I was just saying um, tackles. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. On the inside, right guard David DeCastro has seen his run blocking grade take a hit over the last two years, but he remains one of the best pass protectors in the league with his 71.0 grade last season, ranking 17th among guards. As is the case with the center, which we spent too much time yeah. on. I don't think the team or anyone in the league has any concerns about the. I think DeCastro and Pouncey are asked to do with more than most guards and centers in the league. Agreed. I mean, They do the more pulling. Was, they do yes, more absolutely. stretch, you know, get, get, get that guy out on the edge, yep. lead the, you know, lead blocking kind of stuff. Um, Ramon Foster, last year's left guard, retired, prompting Pittsburgh to sign Stephon Wisniewski to take his place. Wisniewski is on his fifth NFL team, but he's had seven years of plus 70-plus grades, including a 70.9 mark with the Chiefs last year in 416 snaps. He should be a viable replacement, but keep an eye on fourth-round rookie Kevin Dotson, who finished with the top grade among draft-class guards last season. And they don't project the filer-to-guard move. Right. They're not as close to the team as we are. We'll give them a pass on that, I guess. Uh, I have noticed over the last couple years, 
they are Wisniewski fans. They are not Pouncey fans. <laughs> but well, and we're going to get to that here in a second. Okay, we talk about that enough. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, this is where this is where they get me with their with their Pouncey grades mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm going to read this whole thing and then we'll talk about it. Center Marquise Pouncey dominates the postseason awards annually, though his 51.5 grade last year ranked 34th. 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 There are 32 starting centers in the league. Yeah. They had two guys who were on the bench being better than Marquise Pouncey last year, which is silly, first of all. (laughs) Right. Pouncey had the eighth highest pressure rate and the eighth highest percentage of negatively graded run blocks, but he's usually solid in the middle. He graded between 69.0 and 78.1 in his previous five full seasons. Pouncey also takes on much, much more than most centers in pass protection. Last season, he had the most one-on-one matchups in the league for the third time in five years. Third time in five years. The right. Steelers epitomize an offensive line that has few stars but also few weaknesses and should be in a top ten discussion once again in 2020. So, you're going to rank Marquise Pouncey 34th in the NFL among centers. Among centers, right. But you would freely admit that he takes on more one-on-one blocks than any other center in the league. Three out of five years, he's number one on their list yes. in that metric. So that tells me your system's a little flawed if you don't account for degree of difficulty. Absolutely. Because like, that's not grading on a curve at all. At like all, right. If, if I'm being asked to do A-plus work and I do it at a B level, don't give me a C when you're asking this other player – Who's being asked to do nothing mm-hmm. and just stand up and snap the, snap the football and stand up and help somebody and out? Double team, yeah. Uh, yeah help and you're going to give out. him a better grade than me because because you didn't screw up. He didn't screw it up, right? That makes no sense to me, and it looks like a flaw in their metric. And frankly, that sentence explains why Pouncey's numbers are low for them. Absolutely, but it also shows that their system is flawed. I mean, what an advantage. Go talk protections. Go talk to O-line coaches, play callers. If I can leave my center with a defensive tackle and feel comfortable and know that he's not going to win every rep. I mean, nobody does. Mike Buster didn't win every rep. Um, But if I can design my protections without having to help that guy and he makes all the line calls, you know what an advantage that is for everybody else? Yeah. (laughs) I I just – I mean – And I don't know how you make a number out of that. Here's the – Here's the thing. He had the eighth highest pressure rate and the eighth highest percentage of negatively graded run blocks. But somehow he ranked 34th at the position. Yeah. Like, what else is – what's he doing so terrible that's not showing up in those? And, two? again, you're asking they're – they're putting him one-on-one with guys. Right. Gino to make these plays, and they're, yeah, and, they're, right. and they're having him get out on the edge and lead – you know, pull on stuff when no other centers in the center league are, asking, are, are being asked to do it. And, in, in the and he's test. not the worst. He's the eighth – <laughs> in both of those things, and somehow he's 34th. Yeah, I would love an explanation on that. Yeah, that, that's a great conversation, too. Um, and I'm not going to defend them for that at all. Not to mention the the Steelers, which, okay, maybe the Steelers are wrong. But they're giving him a lot of money. People keep voting him to Pro Bowls. His reputation in the league is impeccable. Nobody outside this website gives them a hard time for extending him or, you know, he's a massive leader, which I know doesn't reflect in numbers. And, damn, when I watch the tape, I go, he's really good. Right. Again, <laughs> you, you, you I mean? see him doing things. The eyeball uh, test? Uh, you see him doing things that you don't see other centers doing. He's super effective. Yeah. Right. I, I, I mean, uh, you know, there are, there are other good centers in the league, and they're not, you know, nobody's – the Browns aren't asking J.C. Treader to pull on a run play. No. Someday, Pouncey's going to be on a Hall of Fame ballot. 
Absolutely. And he'll be on the ballot. I'm not saying he's getting in, but he's going to be, his name will be mentioned. He was on the all-decade team for the for the, yeah. one, for the just-completed yeah. decade. Yeah, I, I don't, we harp on it too much. For whatever reason, and we kind of laid it out, Pro Football Focus and Pouncey don't get along. We vehemently disagree. Their number 10 line is the Eagles. Oh, by the way, I'll also make note that three of the four offensive lines in the AFC North are in the top nine. Hmm. That's notable. <laughs> it's notable, but I wouldn't trade the Steelers for any of them. Yeah. Uh, 10 is the Eagles, 11 the Raiders, the Chiefs at 12. How are the Raiders higher? The Raiders, I think, are a pretty good line. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Uh, Chiefs at 12, Tampa Bay at 13. Okay. Den- I mean, another one. How much do you put faith in Werfs or um, Wills or yeah. Thomas, the highly drafted tackles yeah. that are just going to get plugged in to start? It probably won't go well for them. But that's 14 fine. is Denver. It's better than you think, yeah. yeah. I mean, Munchak's done a good job there, of course. Uh, 15 is Tennessee. Yeah. 16 is Detroit. Style. I don't, don't well, think of Detroit as having a great line when you watch Matthew Stafford get the snot beat out of him every week. <laughs> I don't either. But they signed Big V to way too much money. Way too much money. <laughs> drafted two guards. Had a couple injuries last year. I mean, there's some bad lines in the league. I'd have them in the middle somewhere, too, probably. Yeah. Carolina, 17. Uh, Boy, they allowed a lot of sacks last Buffalo year. Buffalo at 18. No star power. No star power, but, but depth. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Houston at 19. It's improving. Yeah. The Tunsil deal has paid off for them, and they drafted one in the first round last the year. The Giants at 20. Ugh. I guess. Again, uh, how much space? We're getting down to the bottom here yeah, now. Yeah, again, that's not a. Arizona at 21. It'll be better than last year. Chicago at 22. That's an underappreciated weakness of the Bears. I think the Bears could be bad this year. Minnesota at 23. Yeah. Atlanta at 24, and I'll bet Matt Ryan would argue that. <laughs> yeah, those two teams at least took a line they took, in the they've first taken, round. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've tried to address Maybe it. Maybe the young guys get better. How about this one? The Rams down at 25. I think it's better than that, especially yeah. with Whitworth coming back. We talked about that in the Rookie of the Year segment. Uh, Jaguars at 26. It's not great, but it's not horrendous either. I don't think the Jaguars are going to rank in the top 25 in anything. In any category. Yeah. I don't know if they would. The Jets at 27. At least they invested in it heavily. Seattle at 28. It's gotten better from Wilson running around like a chicken cut off a few days, but not dramatically. Redskins at 29. Yeah, that whole team's not going to rank really high in any category either. The Chargers at 30. I think it improved. That's pretty. That's really low for the Chargers. I mean, you went and got Belaga. You got still a pouncy at center. You got Okong at left tackle now. No, they traded him for Trey oh, Turner. That's right. They, yeah. But then, they traded, a, then they got yeah. Belaga. So, yeah. I mean, it's better than it's been. Yeah, I, mean, I think Trey Turner's a better player than Russell Okong. Yeah. Cole. yeah. yeah. Uh, the Bengals at 31. That's uh, not what they think. That's not what they think. But that's probably what That's the real. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're easily not. Yeah. They're not in the top 25. No. That leaves Miami. That leaves Miami at 32. And they've got some guys. I mean, it'll be better than last year where they really had, like, one starter that was a starting caliber player. But so. this goes back to my, my point that I said all last season when people were, oh, the Steelers offensive line is the worst in the league. You have you must not watch any other football teams right. if you think that the Steelers' offensive line was the worst in the league last year. And the one factor, and this applies to other lines in the league too, they have a really nice situation. We talk about it a lot. Chooks or Banner could be the right tackle or Filer. They've three got options depth. at left guard. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've Wiz got depth. Can play any of those three on the interior. 
there's there's options and there's you know in case of emergency you can move these puzzle pieces yeah. around as opposed to like the Rams for example who are trading oh, for right. Austin Corbett and, right, then, right, and right, starting right. him right uh, when he couldn't start for the Browns the Steelers would need three injuries before they got in that situation yeah you know they they're just in a better spot he is Matt Williamson like the Browns that are ahead of him they don't have those guys they have no depth I mean they have Hubbard who should be. I mean, he's he's gonna be their swing tackle and maybe a starting guard, but they're looking for starters. And they're paying him a lot you know, of money, right. ten million dollars a year to do that. Right. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, when we come back, it's time for the fantasy football focus. Okay. We'll do that right after this. <laughs> 